0: everyone and welcome to the office podcast my name is lelo Poyana, and as always i am with kia and lighten hello lighten
1: hello guys how are you we have missed you uh, i am glad that we're back
2: i'm also glad that we're back hi guys and I, I, I can't even believe that i'm not even with you at the moment but i'm talking to you yeah agreed, needed. and we're recording a podcast
0: <laughs> yes uh, we are now in the time of social distancing. So hey, we need, <laughs> we needed to have corona for you guys to come back. What, please, <laughs> listeners?
2: I'm um, not yeah. guys. We've been cooking, and cooking takes time. But let's be honest, guys. There's been since the last season. There's been um, a lot of travel involved. People traveling all over the place. Um, there's been some personal challenges people have gone through the last few months as well. Um, and then obviously the year kicked off and it was just just hectic so I think that everyone's almost found a balance now with everything that has happened, there's a lot that has happened and I think over the um, episodes for the office podcast season 2 people will be able to just chat about all those things um, along the way
1: yes i think so too i think it's just it's been three months of 2020 but it just feels like we're in september so (laughs) i suppose the good news is that there's a lot that we have in store and there's a lot to come and we cannot wait to share and get on with it
0: Yeah, yeah so we are recording this episode uh via zoom we are not together because of you know this virus that's has devastated you know the global economies and you know people worldwide so um Gia, maybe you want to tell us a bit about corona and what do you know about it so far
2: so hey corona hey it hit us like so random but i think more than anything what i always want to caution first before we even start the discussion is that guys ease up on the fake news like everyone has become a coronavirus expert and I understand that everyone wants to share and make sure that if the people are well informed on the virus and know what's happening but there's so much fake news going around that we just need to be very careful what we share um and also we, we need to just avoid creating unnecessary panic you know um but you'll notice that a lot of companies are telling us to go home because well COVID-19 aka coronavirus is in the area so I heard actually <laughs> on a on a radio station that coronavirus actually started last year or this string of coronavirus because there's a there's a there's a large it's a large family of viruses um that also that do cause illnesses ranging from a common cold also via you know respiratory issues however this particular string of corona or COVID 19 is actual it was the, the the most devastating of the coronaviruses and I was told actually that in Wuhan, it actually began last year, but it wasn't as intense um, as it is now. And obviously because it's spread, um, it's become deadly, especially for people who are over the age of about what, 60, 70. And little mm-hmm. kids as well are a lot more vulnerable to it. Um, some of the symptoms you know, that you've probably heard of already is that it does create, um, you, you get a flu-like, you start getting flu-like symptoms. Um, including respiratory problems, you get a fever, you get a cough, there ends up being a shortness of breath. Um, Some people, you know, it forces them into a state of pneumonia, you get Mm -hmm. acute respiratory syndromes, kidney failure, and of course there are those cases we've heard of where that end up in death, right? So that's what the coronavirus is called, COVID-19. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. It's as bad as SARS.
1: SARS outbreak a few years ago. You know what, like just b- before we actually get into, um, in, into if it's bad, um, if it's worse than SARS, sorry, I just want to stress us that the symptoms that you just mentioned, I think what's also been miscommunicated by other people is that You have to have all the symptoms. You actually do not. Some some people have others. Some people don't have others. And sometimes they come in waves and emotions from um, from what other people who have actually been going through it have been saying that they you might actually be living in the same house and have it and not even go through the same symptoms. So that's like a hint to And
0: sometimes you don't even have symptoms
2: at all. Like literally nothing, no symptoms, and yet that's the scary part watch this so that's, you could literally go 14 days and not realize that you have this actually yeah
0: and now people are going around and they don't know that they've got the virus and i think that's and the thing is if if you're also not presenting with any symptoms you can't get tested so unless you you know you come from a high risk area so that's also another i mean even the numbers that we are talking about i saw this morning it says we are on 205 in south africa as of today um even those numbers, I'm um, I'm sure there's more. There's more than that. It's just that the testing is also taking a bit of time. The results are taking longer to come back. People, I mean, we don't have enough capacity to test everybody that wants or needs to get tested. So, it's very scary. It's very scary. But I just pray that you know we are able to contain it somehow.
1: Exactly. So
2: I'm, so I'm seeing Germany has donated about about two two million, China three million, and some test kits as well. So. Maybe with the test kit donations and, you know, these um, s- supplies that we're getting from the, across the globe, it might help. But I do fear for the people in the lower income areas or the low lower income households who can't afford to go to a Lancet or to go who can't afford to go to a doctor and request mm-hmm. this test. So what are we doing as a country to help those communities? Um, what are organizations and insurance companies doing? What are the you know, those, um, medical aids that we can't mention doing, um, to help, you know, get people tested.
0: Yeah. And just looking at, at the continent, uh, as of today, what is today's day? Today is the tw- 21st. Oh, it's human rights. 21st, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Corona has no respect for human rights. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as of today, the 21st of March in the continent, in keeping with knowing your continent uh 937 cases that have been confirmed uh and uh let me see and the highest country is egypt with 256 uh, followed by south africa with 205 and then algeria and in terms of death, well, actually recoveries, because well, I think what we also must not forget to mention yes. the high mm. rate of uh, this this virus. Sixty-nine people have recovered in in the continent so far, and we've had 24 people die as a result of the disease. And yep. Algeria had the highest, with 10 people dying. Egypt, seven. Morocco, three. And uh, Burkina Faso, one. Gabon, Sudan, Tunisia. So. Um, sure. I, um, I think I'm really grateful that we haven't had a death, but if people don't take it seriously, then uh, things will get worse. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think so. And and I think, you know, to stress that, uh, that out, Lella, I think we really need to uh, follow the instructions that the government has been given us and the um, World Health Organization and everybody that has been um, informing us on what to do and how to... Almost like behaved in this, you know, in this current climate. I see a lot of people are actually thinking that this is not going to affect them, and and I think mm. that's going to be a bit of that. It's going to cause like a negative impact, and and unfortunately, the 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 vulnerable people are the ones that will suffer the most. Yeah, true, true. Those that don't even have a choice on what to do. Yeah. So.
2: Um. So luckily what happened was um, on the 15th of March, this was like last week Sunday, we were all waiting with bated breath um, for President Salo um to say something about what we are going to do um, with this virus or how we're going to tackle it as a nation, because around the globe, obviously presidents and states have been putting in place measures to curb the, the spread of the virus. So last week we were told that we, it was declared, um, COVID-19 was declared national state of disaster. Um, according to the 2002 Disaster Management Act, um, and you know, it obviously then meant that there were travel bla- travel bans that were implemented. Um, the country has now revoked visas and, and entry um, for people that were initially granted visas, but now he's um, literally revoked those. Limited social gatherings to, a num- um, to, num- um, to about 100 people, nothing more than that. And if you are going to a social gathering with more than 100 people, it must have it must be reported to the police station. Um, require no alcohol to be sold beyond six o'clock. And today is one o'clock. So weekends are one o'clock, weekdays mm. are six p.m. And actually, like a friend was at Tokyo Zero last night, and she was talking about how they were told to please finish their alcohol before six. They must drink oh their glass and finish by six. Wow. Um, I saw videos of policemen um, confiscating alcohol.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So this is it's it's serious. So it again goes back to what Lighten is saying that for the mere fact that people are still going out socializing um, even though that we've been told to try and stay in as much as possible tells you that people don't actually think that they might be affected by this mm-hmm. and it you know it goes back to every other disease people never really think that something of this nature could protect or could affect them or their loved ones sure yeah and and
0: it's yeah some of some of the i saw i saw yesterday south african airways also saying they stopping all international operations I saw Mauritius has also like imposed restrictions, so South African airlines are also not allowed to to go into, you know, Mauritius. It's 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 crazy. It's
2: yeah. And we are told that schools are closed until the end of um, Easter, and yeah. a lot of organisations have also shut down and have requested that people actually work from home. Lighton, are you working from home? What's your story? Ah.
1: I am working from home. I have been working from home since Monday. Um, thankfully, like, you know, the company that I work for um, and the work that I do, is the work that you can actually manage to do offline. But then again, there's also, you know, challenges with working offline, which I'm sure we're about to dive into.
2: Who, Lilo, are you working from home by any chance? I
0: am working from home and it is such, oh. such a struggle. Uh, I'm What? It really is a struggle. I. Why, why are you sounding surprised? It's <laughs> because
2: I, I want to hear. I'm quite curious.
0: No, it's it's really. I think for me, um, I'm I'm really like a. Uh, I work best when I'm surrounded by people. I'm, I'm I, I get my energy from, you know, from connecting with other people and just being around people. So I found yesterday that I was in such a terrible mood. And I, I think it was just, I'm, I got tired of, you know, you go, you jump from meeting to meeting to meeting and you are staring at a screen the whole day. And mm. I actually found myself at like 6, 7 p.m. and I, I was still on my work laptop. And I'm like, no, but what's going on? Why can't I, you know, switch myself off? So I'm really struggling. That's interesting it, for and me. Mm.
1: So you know how I've been trying to do it. I've been trying to um, just be creative about how I go about having meetings and having different spaces. So what I've been doing is like I, I've been setting up at my workstation and then work from there. And when I have a meeting, maybe I'll take my first meeting from there and then go take my first meeting for some, from somewhere else so that I feel like I'm going into a different room almost. Um, and. And almost like um remove that whole like same place, same seeds, yeah, not move. Cause then it gets really into your head and then you just feel like every meeting blends into each other and at the end of the day you're very mentally exhausted.
2: That's that's actually a good it's so interesting
1: cause
2: Yeah, I'm I'm finding your experiences interesting because I've always imagined that work from home is exactly what everyone wants and how everyone wants it done. Um, A colleague of mine also called me yesterday and she was like, oh my gosh, I actually miss our chats. I miss our, um, I miss, you know, people going, people coming to my desk, you know, the stupid chats at the printers. So in as much as a lot of the times we actually beg our employers for work from home, we do still need that office engagement. It seems we still do need that human interaction. Um, And I think that's why a lot of, Business continuity or continuation policies have started looking also at mental health wellness because what does this mean for our mental health um, if we're working at home from home? Those people living alone who are alone from like the morning until the evening, between now and the middle or to the end of April, I I might be working from home until May. I'm told. Um, so I don't know. So far, I'm finding it it's bliss for me. I'm loving it. So I could close my laptop and have a nap if I need to. unless it's really like unless it's really busy um obviously coronavirus in my line of work i have to advise organizations on their business continuity um with the coronavirus so that's been the main focus so that's the only challenge is that i'm constantly on the go currently even though i'm home um and then you try and sneak in something like sweeping the room or something and then your phone rings and it's like oh crap i need to you know so it's quite interesting the varying responses people are having to this um whole working from home thing i think the mere fact that it's forced more than it is what they Mm -hmm. want at the moment it makes it, it makes a big
1: difference you know what like i i agree with you partly yeah my whole thing about working from home because i think it's because i've done it before or at least my job currently is a bit um understanding if you need to work from home maybe you have a personal issue or whatnot um i'll unpack this in two ways so the first challenge with this current uh current climate and working from home in this current climate is that you can you don't have as much freedom as Mm. you as you can so you can't really go work out out of a coffee shop next next to your house or you know down the road or whatever and you cannot go work from your friend's house who works like you know from home so you actually have to be more isolated Mm. than you already are and we need to also in in speaking of isolation we need to also take um into account there's this isolation of people are isolated but then they live in um with their parents, or they live at home, or they've got a family. That's a different kind of isolation than when you are isolated and you live alone. And you know, and the impacts of that are, are varying and are quite different. Uh, but getting back to working from home, I have been trying not to treat working from home like a, an, almost an excuse for me to work and then do something you know, that's not related to work. It's like, if I'm going to sit down and work, I'm treating it as a work day. So also it, like, helps me create boundaries. The only things that I give myself, like, um... Uh, like, give myself, like, a chance to do is, like, maybe I will, like, stand up, maybe do, like, you know, for my break, do, like, 15 minutes to 30 minutes of, like, stretching or yoga or meditation or whatever it is, or just take a lunch break and, you know, just go sit outside and read a book or read a magazine and have a cup of tea. Um, But I think that clearly, it it, it almost, like, breaks it then. Having a nap because for me, after I have a nap, it's done, it's not happening, my day is ended. So, I don't know how people are actually doing that.
0: So, Lighten,
1: it's possible,
0: Lighten, yeah. Lighten, Lighten, you are 100% are correct. And I think the, I mean, working from home is, is just you working from a different location to your office. So, the fact that it is home does not mean, therefore, that you can now nap, which, which are things that you don't usually do when you're at the office because the expectation is that even though you are working from home, the, the, the work still continues. You are still productive and you are mm-hmm. still able to deliver on, on what you're supposed to do. So I think that element of, uh, taking a nap or oh, no, let me go chill outside and have a smoke, not really a smoke, but like have a, have a drink, have a glass of wine. That is, that is being, I think, if people do that they are being unethical sorry it's yeah it's tricky
2: so it's tricky because let in let this
0: me let me finish oh sorry girl <laughs> so i think i think i would i would i would advise um Mm. but not because it's it it comes from my wisdom but because because i've been struggling so much with it I've, i've ended up reading like yesterday i went to do some reading and i actually was talking to a friend of mine as well who is used to working from home to say what are some of the tips and ideas and and suggestions for how to keep myself productive and how to get how to end the day not feeling like I'm I'm tired, I'm exhausted because it was it was all of it. So putting some structure into the day, like Lytton saying you actually schedule your tea break or coffee break, schedule your lunchtime and get off from your workstation. And I think the important thing that you are also mentioning, Lighten, is that you need to have a workstation. You can't work on the couch, work on your <laughs> beds. You literally have to get up shower get dressed and then start with work because otherwise then you're going to be tempted because if you're wearing your pajamas then why are you going to take a nap so yeah you can talk now
2: so now, so it's a little bit tricky now for the africans specifically actually people around the world because this is coupled with school holidays so there's different ways i think one from a personal perspective um it's a, I think it's just a more a disciplined thing. So um, I've been working from home the last week in my PJs at a desk and it's worked out perfectly fine. For example, um, it's, it's all a disciplined thing. It and it. then, Oh, I haven't had a chance to this. I, mean, I haven't had a chance to this week because of coronavirus, but I mean, I've done it previously before. Yeah. Um, and then also the issue also come, the challenge also comes in and it's, it's, it's all great and well for people who have, you know, it's, um, great workspaces or home spaces that allow them to create desks or to create workspaces. But we also need to think of some cool ways or ways in which people who don't necessarily have the space, who might be living in four room houses or, you know, those juniors that don't necessarily have the capacity like the internet um, solutions um, and Wi-Fi at home. So we need to just also come up and think about ways in which those sort of people who don't have the space to create workspaces, how do they cope or how do they find ways to get their work done in a more disciplined way? Then another challenge is for people who are forced to, co- to work at home, but also have their kids at home and don't necessarily have help. So I had a friend who was actually struggling with this um, because schools have been, for, um, have been closed. She has to work at home. It's a challenge for her because she's got a one year old um, that one and she, that she can't get. Her. She doesn't have a helper at the moment. Um, to assist her with kids. So it's such a challenge for a lot of parents as well. So I'm quite curious to know, um, parents, if you are working from home and you have your kids as well at home, how are you balancing the, balancing the two? Um, do your teams know that you don't have a helper? Um, or if you do have a helper, how have you structured that now that you're home? Is there a room that you've created for yourselves? Please let us know. It's quite curious. And if you do have um, tips for people um, like, like Lelo and Lighton have mentioned for working from home please also share those with us um, using the hashtag the office podcast let's help each other out let's help people out some people haven't worked from home before and this was quite a challenge for them um, and some of us have worked from home before so this was not so much of a challenge of anything I actually love it I save time I don't have to sit in traffic or anything of that sort um, but do let us know using the hashtag the office podcast and I think both Lil and Light and make valid um, points, you try as much as possible to structure your day. That's it, really. So so I would actually also like to to just go into,
0: into details um uh, in into some of the some of the 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 tips that 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 we spoke about. Because uh, mm-hmm. I saw that also people um okay so people <laughs> people also don't know how to use, like for example, now we are having to do video conferences for work and Ish, yeah. we don't know how the etiquette mm. system of that. Uh, for example, for example, the first thing would be like the getting dressed thing. So you can't be in your pajamas. Yes, you can wear your suit and tie for mm. your conference meeting, but mm. you also have to be presentable and. Yes, uh, I've been having a lot of those type of meetings this week. But video is not manda- man- mandatory, and I think for us, we have Wi-Fi and data struggles. Like if you put on video, then it it, it also uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of connection, sometimes it's not great. Yeah, up on your on your on your on your data Wi-Fi connection. So it's always advised to just have audio if you don't need video. But video is important, and I actually have a meeting set up like a check-in session that I've scheduled with my team for next mm-hmm. week. And I've actually said to them, uh, video on, because I miss seeing them. So as much as I, <laughs> I really miss seeing, seeing them, so I'm like, guys, let's just have video on. Even if we have video on just for the next, just for the five, the first five minutes when we yeah. do and whatever. And then for the rest of the time, we can have audio. But I think also that connection, just so people... Also, yeah. they like they are part of a team you know they are not completely isolated True. like you know that mental uh well-being that you are talking about for some people the isolation and they start feeling lonely is is a real real thing so sure. i think just uh, just one other thing i would say on video what i really like also about these uh tools that we are using for example the zoom there's um microsoft teams as well they give you a an option to layer your background, so if you're sitting in a in, a, in, a, in a, maybe you live in a house where the, you don't have a nice area where you can sit and have a video call, but you can actually blur your background and the focus is on you. So it's not only about hiding where you are, but I also think if you're on a video conference and you see people still p- doing PTPT behind the person that you're conversing with, it's very distracting. <laughs> it's
2: very
1: it's distracting, yeah.
2: It's
0: it's very, yeah. Distracting. So it's always best to just, you know, uh, just blur the background. Um yeah. And and also, obviously, the first thing is that when you are not talking on a video conference meeting to mute until you you want to say something. And some of them actually also give you that option to be chatting on the side so that if you want to say something, the chairperson or whoever is chairing the meeting can just say, yes. and so has a comment, what is it, and so on. So those kind of things do help out. So
1: true. So, so, so true. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but like I think for me it just, uh, like I'm so uh, aligned with what Lelo is saying. I think video needs to be mandatory at least for the first five minutes so that people see, see you and I also think it almost keeps you accountable for dressing up and showing up and not like looking like a Scalawag. Because <laughs> 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 I feel that. Every time I've been working, like I, I, every week, every day of this week, right? The two days that I started my day without showering, mm-hmm. I've seen the difference than the three days that I woke up, showered, dressed, and, like, started working. So I feel like that, that might also, you know, just keep people a bit more productive and also, like, motivated to work. And one other thing is that um, I think uh, in terms of just, you know, getting back to, working as teams, like, I work a lot in in teams or with other people. And in that regard, like, we're trying to keep everything that we normally do at the office um, similar, like, uh, online too. For example, like, we have, like... um, 9am stand-up meetings like what are you mm. doing today i'm doing abc it also keeps you accountable that you have promised to deliver this amount of work by the end of today so you cannot be you know like at the end of the day like oh i only did one thing you know and then i just like nap the whole day or mm. whatever i just got yeah. lazy and watched tv so i think like um being accountable and having those um task lists is really important from the, uh, from the beginning of your day. It not only keeps you accountable, but I think it also keeps you motivated. Otherwise, like nobody knows what you're doing and then it's a struggle for managers to yeah. so, keep track of what's being done, what's not being done. And that also is our responsibility as uh, empl- employees that we need to be accountable and we need to make sure that we're actually producing work because essentially we are the lucky ones that are actually still working to get paid as other people who work, um, who depend on um, working uh, around hours and if they're cutting down their hours, that means that they're not making their income. So, yeah. Mm, yeah.
2: True. Um, I totally agree. Um, like what you were mentioning about the the, the, the weekly meeting. So my team has an, a daily nine o'clock and that's when we we touch base on, okay, cool, this is what needs to be done is what needs to be done. This is who's doing what today. This is who's sending what today. And I like Lilo's suggestion of at least the first five minutes, let's do a video. Because I think the whole week, every, this was our first week working from home. And I think everyone um, was almost avoiding the video bit. Because um, I'm sure everyone was in like PJs and gowns. But I like, the, I, I like the idea of at least for that five minutes or that one, at least twice or thrice a week, we still engage via video. I've seen a lot of people... I'm working from home doing that, um, you know, taking pictures of their video team Skypes and video team calls, whatever the case is. So I really like that idea. And one of the other things, like what and Men- mentions, get dressed and stick to a routine, guys. Like it helps, uh, but also try and take a break and stay active. I struggle with taking a break. So the minute I've opened my laptop, I, I just move like I go and it's, it's a struggle whether I'm in the office or I'm at home. So that is just something I need to work on in general. So I think it just affects that entirely. And then going back to what Lelo said about communicating, there's going to be a lot of um, misunderstandings, um, especially when you're not face-to-face. So we also use WhatsApp group chats that we've always had anyway for clients. Um, also Teams also has a platform where you guys can open your, create Teams and you start chatting, um, discussing whatever client deliverables you have. Um, but also the mental health bit that Lilo mentioned as well. Guys, I think it might be, it's always important to try and reach out to friends and family as often exactly. as possible. Um, what Lilo was saying, your mental health is so, so important. And last night I saw an email from our global office to say they've created or they've partnered um, with a mental health institution um, so that they can um, create a helpline for all employees to use. It's totally independent. We can literally call if we need someone to speak to if we're feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And obviously, because our head office is in the UK, and which is where they're starting to see massive um, effects mm-hmm. effect of the coronavirus. So, And also, London in general is just a little bit of a depressing place to be in. But sure. um, they started uh, companies are starting to also think about the men- mental health of their employees. So I think that's that's brilliant. And I feel sorry for... Um, employees we have, who don't have that opportunity and I really feel bad and I can only hope that, um, you know, nothing serious as mental breakdowns um, come from this or that people experience such things actually.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just to add into that like, yeah, I also think, um, you know, we also need to be careful about the um, amount of content that we consume about this mm. virus. Not only the fake news but it might be real news, but then we are consuming this this news like twenty four seven and you know, you start feeling you know, a bit hopeless because unfortunately what has been happening is that no positive stories are being reported. So not at least not a lot of positive stories are being reported. So it's you know, it, it can be a bit disheartening and then you just feel like, Oh, you know, that I'm I'm like stuck, I don't know what to what I'm gonna do, I don't know how this is gonna go. Am I gonna have a job in the next like three months and mm-hmm. this continues and there's a lot of uncertainty so I think we also need to be just be careful about the content that we're consuming and how much of it that we're consuming and I think let's just you know be kind to each other and like let's consume light-hearted things Let's like love let's call a friend um what have you Watch doing? love is blind one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: So um, just to, to kinda to kinda wrap up on this on this conversation on working from home, a friend of mine, Mish, sent me her guide, her work from home guide, which are things that she says actually work for her. Some of them we've already mentioned, but I'll just list what she listed. She said, first things first, create a workspace. I think we have all agreed that it's important to create mm-hmm. a workspace she says the couch is a good place to lose oneself so don't sit on the couch you can go there for a change of scenery but don't make it your base and also uh netflix should not even be playing in the background. Rather have music if you need to have something playing mm. in the background while you work. And she does say, mm. take coffee breaks, create tasks, and, and, and just commit to what is it that you want to achieve today so that you are focused in, 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 in what you, you're doing. And then she says, here, lunchtime, and it must be away from your work area. So don't have lunch where you are working the whole time. And then she says, get dressed for work. Um... And then she also says, take a moment, a moment to just breathe, you know, just to, mm-hmm. she says daily yeah. mindfulness, it just helps with managing that anxiety of isolation and the dread of monotony because it's it's like the same thing over and over. And then she says, at the end of the day, leave your computer in the work area. So if you say, okay, I'm going to finish at four, I'm going to finish at four thirty, four thirty, 4.30, switch mm-hmm. off the laptop, leave it there. Don't take it with you to the couch or to your to your bedroom. So I think these are really really great tips. The only other thing that I wanted to ask you guys about is yeah. I'm struggling with is food. This thing of now yeah. must own food instead of going to a canteen and I just buy. Can you how are you guys managing that?
2: Who <laughs> <Ooh, Hey>, guys <laughs> personally, for me, personally for me I get lunch at work every day guys. So you can imagine Now I have to, I had to stock up and make sure that there's snacks and noodles and this and this and there's rolls and there's meat and whatever the case is, because I'm used to getting food at work. So I'm no longer getting food at work. Mm. Um, And I'm probably, I picked up, I think I only eat twice a day now because I eat a little bit later in the mornings and then I'm not so hungry in the afternoon and I eat supper. So it's also affected my eating habits, but I'm also eating a lot more junk now. So I'm I'm in trouble. I need to get back to my exercise.
1: I'm also like going through the same thing. It's either I'm like not eating a lot or I'm eating too much. Mm. <laughs> and <it's>, you know, <laughs> it's, you there's no balance. But what I try to, you know, like, what I started trying to do from Wednesday was that uh, in the morning, uh, I have like my tea and have my breakfast while I check on my emails. So I have like um, a cereal or something. And then um, then I'll have like a fruit around 11. And then I'll break for lunch and then actually make something for lunch and then it's that something is stuff that i will use for dinner but what i've been trying to be clever about is that i can i can i only have to make meals that are 30 minutes and under because you also mm. don't want to eat into doing like a three-hour lunch and then you're back and it's almost three and then you you've not been productive
0: <laughs> so <laughs> what i also wanted us to just touch on briefly before we wrap up guys you know this whole working from home thing. It's not unique to us as employees. Uh, it's new for managers as well. Well, some managers. So I think yes, there are companies that are that have that were advanced that had already started this journey of you know people being flexible in terms of where they work. But this coronavirus has actually forced all companies to go digital and. And actually allow people to work remotely, so therefore, there was no opportunity to even train managers on this is how you manage uh, staff that are working mm-hmm. remotely so i was I was reading an article uh, on on Harvard uh, Business Review that was giving really, really nice tips to managers on how to manage uh, staff members uh, remotely, so I'll just list some of the items, and then you guys can just give me your comments on 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 that sure so um the first the first tip says that you as a manager you have to establish like structured daily check-ins uh so just establish a daily call it can be a, a voice call because mm. i think guys was also not forgetting it just because we're working re- remotely does not mean now we cannot use our phones can, it doesn't mean we only mm. have whatsapp and we only use, have emails use <laughs> just use phone calls <laughs> and, um, do you use do that them. with your team mm-hmm. license Sorry, you do that with your team. Yes,
1: yeah, so with our team, actually, we do um, a check in. Like so, every morning we do like a check in, and like later in the afternoon we'll also do a check in. And sometimes it doesn't have to be like a big, you know, a big uh, formal meeting. It's just like touching base with the team. How are you doing on the WhatsApp group? How are you doing? Who, who's working on what, how, are, how do they progress? Does anyone need help? And also not to forget that we also need to check in just outside of like the working part, like how someone is doing emotionally and mentally and share a joke and share, you know, something lighthearted here and there. And I think especially in this climate, it, that's really important. So that's what we've been doing. We've been trying to touch base with yeah. people, you know, like frequently.
0: Mm-hmm. So one, one of the other one of the other rules actually, it's not a lot of rules. But they're quite similar to what we've already talked about. So as a as a manager, uh, also or as a leader, leader is more you know the right term. Yes, <laughs> uh, provide several different communication technology options. Email alone is, is insufficient, like we we have already said, mm. uh, and that you have to establish rules of engagement. Like we also talked about it to say we use video conferencing for daily check-in meetings, but we use like WhatsApp if something is urgent, or we use a phone call if something is urgent, and so on. Yes. And also as a manager to say, guys, if you wanna uh, get hold of me, I tend to be more available in the afternoons or in the in the in the in the mornings. So just just keep those rules of engagement so that we all on the same page about when do we need to get hold of each other and so on uh, and I think also it's, it's important to offer encouragement and emotional support especially for people mm-hmm. who may be struggling and some people what yeah. I, I must actually ask you guys about this what I've realized is that element of being of feeling guilty you end up sitting on your laptop the whole time you're even you feel guilty oh, yes. getting up to go to the toilet but when you're at the office you move around so freely talk yes, about it actually
2: <laughs> someone actually mentioned the same thing they were like um they were like oh my gosh you know when you when you're working from home sometimes you do feel like you know guilt that you stepped out of the house just to breathe or you're talking to your neighbor, but in in actual fact, when you think about it, you're always maybe chatting to a friend in the next department or at the next team. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I think we need to stop feeling guilty for wanting human interaction and human engagement yeah. in general. In general.
0: Cause I also realized with my team, they would send me a message to say, I'm going to be offline. I'm going to do one, two, three for 30 minutes or whatever. And I'm like, so I appreciate that firstly but I, I don't think it's necessary because when you are at work you don't have to tell me okay I'm I'm going on my lunch break or whatever I'm going to buy food you just you know I trust that people That's are so I mean, you, being working from home does not mean that Because I've seen also some managers will say, no, I'm going to check and see if you're available, if you're online. Because, you know, with uh, things like Skype, you can see people are online and all of that. It's really not about that. It should just be about other people are there people delivering it's it's more about managing outputs than managing mm. on, on, I off. that's a good point
2: that is a good point thank you for that i, I actually needed to agree. hear that yeah i needed to
1: hear me that. too you know like sometimes you feel guilty because and i think the guilt is also centered around the fact that no one can see you so you just feel like even if you're not messing around and like not being unproductive, unproductive so you just feel like because you haven't said anything you haven't sent an email people just think that you're not doing anything so, oh yes
2: yes you know, i know that feeling so
1: you like you try to like over communicate which is what i've been experiencing with some with some with some of my, like my colleagues like over communicating because people just feel like they need to you know to be seen that they're actually doing some work, which is not really, you know, to us point, not necessary, as long as you're producing the work and the output is being, you know, being yeah. seen, then that's but,
0: um Look, it's a journey for all of us. And with time, we will mm. master that we'll get there. Um, I think the fact that we have started on it just proves that it can be done. It uh, can be done. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know how long this coronavirus is going to keep us at home. It might be three months months we don't know but um yeah so we keep learning as we go so thank you guys it really has thank been you guys. a great conversation uh you've you've been uh you've been awesome with your knowledge as always so gear any last words
2: okay guys one of the another one last thing right that's of high importance to help with the mass hysteria challenges let's also just use the correct terminology majority of people are saying they're in quarantine and actually you're just social distancing quarantining is for people who have been suspected to have the virus or come from an area that does actually have the virus other than that i've learned quite a lot on the on the episode today thank you guys for the tips i'm actually going to start implementing quite a few of them um starting this week just to see how yeah going into a cool actual routine so like showering first thing in the morning and not like opening it waking up and opening my laptop immediately so that's one of my bad habits i need to get out of actually showering and then move and then moving my laptop away from my chill areas because then yeah. otherwise i'll never actually chill yeah. um end up working until 10 11 o'clock like i did yesterday so it's a no so thank you guys for all the advice i'm gonna start using it if you guys listening have any tips for us as well please share them so that everyone can we can start a community and help each other out hey lai what do you have to say
1: so for me i think you've covered most of the things that i want to say but i just want to say guys like let's be kind and let's listen to your instructions watch your hands don't touch your face don't be getting out of the house and also remember buy your alcohol on time because we're going to need more (laughs) wine
0: (laughs) (laughs) we are definitely going to need more wine okay thank you so much guys do we have social media uh, pages not yet
1: yeah, no, we actually do. We are on Twitter and on Instagram now. You can find Woo-hoo. us at the Office Podcast SA. So go check us out. Follow, 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 follow. We cannot wait chat, to see Chat, it. chat, chat, chat.
0: Is it Office Podcast SA or the Office Podcast SA?
2: It's. Wait, let me (laughs) check I feel like we should put this information right on right on the apps and everyone can just follow the apps.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Because No, it's Office Podcast SA okay
2: our first podcast it was actually interesting recording our first podcast remotely so yay to technology
0: i just hope it sounds good
2: (laughs) you guys let us know if it sounds good good, okay don't be too harsh don't be too harsh. all right
0: thank you so much guys we shall chat again goodbye
2: see you soon guys Bye. Bye. bye